0: Shi'ar Jeshub, Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Let's join Pastor Greg Scalzo as he continues the Heavenly Authority series. Last time, we were looking at the difference between uh, authority and the authority structure under the Old Covenant and that which is under the new contract, the new covenant. And we said that now the veil is torn from top to bottom. Now the ram's horn, the mercy horn, sounds calling the people to approach the mountain. No longer do we have the conditional will of God because of the hard-heartedness of the people, giving a separation between the priests and the laity and a system of layers to approach God, now we realize the positional will of God, his heart's desire, which is expressed in Exodus chapter 19, verse 6, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And as we studied in Jeremiah chapter 31, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 34, no more No more shall every man teach his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. And this is the new covenant he will make with the house of Israel, when he will put his law in their minds and write it on their hearts. And he says, I will be their God, and they shall be my people, for they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. This is the difference in the new covenant, the new contract, the glory of the new contract. So in the New Testament, we have a chosen people, but it's different than in the case of Israel, when it was based on lineage, descendants in the flesh of Abraham. Now we have a chosen people of the heart those repentant and believing in Jesus Christ. And if you look in the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter one, we read about this new position. Revelation chapter one, in verse six, and has made us kings and priests to his God and father, to him be glory and dominion forever. Amen. If you look ahead in Revelation chapter 5, you have the section where the Lamb takes the scroll and the four living creatures and the 24 elders fall down before the Lamb. And it says in verse 8, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. So they're there before the throne of God. They have the prayers of the saints being offered up, and they had these harps, and then in verse 9 it says, and they sang a new song, a new song, different than the old song, a more glorious song. And this was the song, saying in verse 9, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. He has redeemed us out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, not just Israel. He has redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. He's made us again kings and priests every nation, not just the descendants of Abraham, not just descendants of the tribe of Levi, not just the descendants of Aaron the priest, every tongue, every tribe, every language has been redeemed, purchased back, and placed now in a position of authority as kings and priests. This is the position of the new contract. You have the priesthood Of all believers. The New Testament teaches the barrier is broken, the access is made, you don't need, if you're looking for a priest, there is only one, the high priest that went into heaven, we read that last week, who makes intercession for us and then we all have access to God, we all can go through the veil, we are all a priesthood, we're all kings in Christ Jesus. We have great access, I and mean, that word, king and priest, you can stand before God and you have authority before God because of what Jesus did. He gives authority to us from the least to the greatest. There should not be a division of cleric and laity. Now, there are offices, there are ministries, there are different gifts as the one Spirit gives them, but there's not supposed to be this separation. We are all called to be kings and priests in Christ Jesus. Peter speaks of this priesthood in 1 Peter, chapter 2. 1 Peter, chapter 2. Very important scripture. Look back at chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, so he has an office, right? Right? He's an apostle. There are offices. There are positions of authority in the church. To whom the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father and sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. He's writing to pilgrims. He's writing to believers. He's writing to those of the dispersion, the Jews, and also the Gentiles, the elect, the chosen, as God foreknows them in sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. A new chosen people, not based on a contract with Israel, based on a true acceptance of Jesus Christ. God foreknows what? What does it say in Romans chapter 8? Verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good, To those who what? Love God. God. To those who are called according to his purpose. That's who he calls. Those who love God. Did we love him first? No, he loved us first. He does the whole work, but we respond to it. For whom he foreknew, what did he foreknow? Those who would love him. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, Whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. It's a complete work. He's done it all. He's had it arranged from the beginning for knowing those who would respond of their free will by love. And they now become this new chosen people, a spiritual Israel, A chosen people, not as it was before, the father's sins being visited upon the children, the father's blessings being visited upon the children. Those principles are still in operation to some degree in heavenly realms. We've spoken about that. But our salvation is dependent upon our response, individuals, to God. From every nation, tribe, tongue, and language. What do you say? When the Holy Spirit softens your heart, when the Holy Spirit calls you, When the Holy Spirit shows you Jesus, what do you say? Do you say yes? Do you say no? What do you say? And depending upon that decision, we have a new chosen people, a new covenant with the laws of God written on our hearts and on our minds. And it says here, of chapter 2 in 1 Peter, in verse 4, speaking to the people of God, he says in verse 4, coming to him, Verse 4, chapter 2 of 1 Peter. Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. Speaking about Jesus being the stone which the builders rejected, precious to God. You also, all you people, all you pilgrims, you also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house. He's the foundation stone. And now this great temple is being built stone upon stone upon Jesus Christ. We're like living stones. Peter's name that he was given was the rock, right? On this rock I will build my church. What was, the, what was the rock he's building his church on? The confession that Peter made, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. That confession, Jesus said, you are Peter. Because he made the confession, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. On the foundation stone of Jesus Christ, Peter, James, John, Andrew, Paul, Luke, Mark, you have all these individuals being built up, and your name goes on there as you become a living stone in this great building of God, this great temple of God, with the like confession, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house of what? a holy priesthood. He's speaking to all of them, to the pilgrims, to the elect, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, not just one tribe of the nation of Israel. You are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. No, we don't offer up lambs and bulls. We offer up ourselves as living sacrifices as we come before God and we minister to tell others about Jesus Christ. And who is called to tell others about Jesus Christ? Is it just the minister or the reverend? No. Every born-again believer has a ministry. We are built up to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices, not physical sacrifices, spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Uh, Therefore, it is also contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. So we are those that believe in Jesus Christ. If you go down to verse 9, he says, But you, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a nation of kings and priests. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. He will be their God. We read about that in Jeremiah for the new contract. And they will be his people. That you may, here's a spiritual sacrifice, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are called every day to give thanks and proclaim, to proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. You know, too many times we can get so caught up in individual problems that we forget our ministry is to tell people about Jesus Christ. We are a people, his special people that we may proclaim, proclaim the praises of Him who called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. We wouldn't even know what was going on in our lives if we didn't have the Lord Jesus Christ. There would be no hope of salvation, no hope of answers without Him. Our service time is 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings at the Memorial Hall in Madison, Connecticut. You can find maps and info about our services on our website at www.shiarjashub.org as well as a library archive of programs that are sure to help you in your daily Bible study. The address again is www.shear-jashub.org. Please join us next time for Shiar Jashub.